0: What's going on Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. On today's episode, we're going to talk about Eddie Jackson's comments about how the defense keeps letting the offense down, why it's frustrating for him, and I'm also going to go over some of my biggest takeaways from the loss against the Detroit Lions. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned into to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans. So, first up, let me apologize for no daily episode yesterday on Monday. Work just got completely away from me. I, I was able to do an episode over on Chicago Bull Central, was not able to do one on Bears Central. I do apologize for that uh for you guys. But you guys also owe me an apology. Uh, no mailbags, no voicemails for the Friday mailbag episode last week. Get those voicemails in. We'll plug the voicemail number at the end of the show. But had to throw a little bit of shade towards you guys as I'm holding myself accountable because. You know, one-way accountability is kind of trash. No, you guys know what I mean. But with that being said, let's get into the content for today. So uh, Jalen Johnson, I'm sorry, Eddie Jackson has spoke out against, uh, you know, just the the Bears defense letting the team down, really letting the offense down. And when you look at it, the Bears have averaged 31 points over the last four games, which is huge for the Chicago Bears considering how we started off the season, averaging like 19 points per game over the first uh few games. In the last three games specifically, the Bears have scored 29, 32, and 30 points um, in that for their for their best. But we have allowed 38.3 points per game over that same stretch. So, yes, the defense needs to needs to step it up big time. For those that watch the game, you've seen it. The defense just has not. Now they had some times where they've gotten stops where we've needed stops, and then some other things go left. For example, in in this past game, uh, really the the that missed extra point is really what kept us from sending that game into overtime, and then also uh Jack Sanborn's interception not holding up, which would have really been a game sealing interception. But outside of that, you know, the defense hasn't played the best in the last few handful of weeks, and so Eddie Jackson said this. Uh, me, the type of player I am, it just eats me up inside. Like I'm just not helping, especially myself. You know, I want to go out there and make every play. If I can, we got to be better on D man. We got to help him. We got to get him some help. Uh, what, what him and the offense is doing is something different. It's something different than boys is balling. I feel like we're just leaving them out to dry. Uh, Got to get that change, man. So it's good that that is noticed. It's good that somebody like uh, a veteran like Eddie Jackson is speaking out on that. But at the end of the day, as I said with with the Bulls, you can say the right things all day long. We need to see the action. We need to see uh, it come to fruition. We need to see the execution come from that as well. So, you know, at the end of the day, yeah. You know, the defense hasn't played the best at all, and it really has hurt the team overall. And it's a really flip-flop from what we're used to as Bears fans. We're used to having really good defenses, and the offense doesn't support or help the defense as much. And it's really been flipped lately, and hopefully they're able to right that ship over the course of this the, the back half of the season. Still don't know how many wins come from the Chicago Bears over the course of the season, but at the end of the day, the offense is developing as we need to do. They have some things they need to work on as well, but this defense definitely uh, has some things they need to work on. But with that being said, Let's go over some some takeaways from the game against the Detroit Lions, at least for me. And that's one, is Justin Fields is amazing. Like, he is just amazing. Even on that last drive, that last uh, uh, offensive drive that the Bears had, even, you know, he broke two sacks, two tackles for sacks to still try to make a play, end up going down. The pressure just got to him. But Justin Fields, in his development, over the course of, of really like the last six games, about half the season at this point, He's just steadily improved week to week, and we are now seeing what this looks like, um, what what our offense built around him with weapons is going to look like, and I think it's solidified. Justin Fields is our QB1 of the now, of the future. We have our franchise quarterback. He's going to make plays. He's going to make things happen, and I can't wait to see him do a little bit more passing. But with that being said, another takeaway from this one is that this offense has figured out a way to make Cole commit a weapon in the passing game. They are getting the most out of him. That We, we talked about... This uh, before the season started, Cole Komet being primed and ready, the white rhino to have a big season and be ready to go. And that is now coming to fruition when you look at four touchdowns in the last two games from him, more than what he had his whole career prior to that. They are now utilizing Cole Komet as a weapon and getting results in that as well from him and going to hey, hey, when you have a good tight end, guess what? You go to them in the red zone, and we're starting to see that as well. Him and the chemistry that Justin Fields are building has been great to see. it has been good to see Cole Komet continue to ascend as well. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of my thing, and that's staying in the receiving game. One thing that I'll say, at this point in time, and, like, Equinami is St. Brown. He was used in the rushing game. He's been used in the passing game. At this point, Him playing over and having Nikhil Harry completely inactive, it doesn't make sense to me. Not to say that that Equinomia St. Brown has been terrible. He hasn't. He's been an effective blocker at times um, on big runs and things like that. um, that Has he been? But I just look at Nikhil Harry and think, listen, Nikhil Harry has shown at least a little bit in it that he's out there to be a player and he can play pretty well. I think when you have now Chase Claypool and Darnell Mooney out there, I'm looking at Nikhil Harry. He needs to be getting more snaps. The fact that he was – he was not made available in this game, was made even more head-scratching just by the way that the game went. Um, But, you know, that's one of the things that I do think and I do take away from this game as well Um, in that passing game. Uh, the third thing is that is anybody else starting to be a little bit worried about David Montgomery? David Montgomery has not played spectacular in any stretch of the imagination. Um, He had one game in going for over 100 yards where he went to for 122. That was against the Green Bay Packers but he's basically struggled since then. And I think we've kind of overlooked it. Like he's still doing, I don't want to say like he's been horrible. He hasn't been horrible. He's not, he's not like terrible out there, but he isn't making the impact that we would have thought. He's averaging 3.7 yards per carry. And he does not look like the player he was in 2020 or even early in 2021 before, he before the injuries. Right. I don't, he's played in 19 games since his injury and he has, Uh, 271 carries for 974 yards, which is under three and a half yards per carry. That is not nearly, um, what, what Khalil Herbert has been able to do. And I know you don't get me wrong. The tandem is the tandem for a reason. I like the way that they work together. And I think they both have certain things that they do that definitely help this offense. And I do think that David Montgomery has been very good in pass blocking as well, but he just has not been spectacular right? And that's something that stands out to me. Are they artificially trying to limit him because of the contract talks that may come up? Is it something like that they may come? I'm not sure. But when you really look at the at the totality of this season, he's done, like I said, I don't want to make it seem like he hasn't been effective, like he hasn't had some big runs, like he hasn't been a bruiser for the Chicago Bears at times, because he absolutely has. But overall in the season so far, David Montgomery is kind of just, eh, right? It's kind of just, Man, and again, I'm not, and this is not to say, hey, let's not re-sign David Montgomery, let's not bring him back, because for me, I still want to see David Montgomery come back this season, but on the season so far, David Montgomery has 115 carries for 443 yards, I'm sorry, 434 yards as my dys- dyslexia gets the best of him. That's not enough to get it done, right? But again, I understand it's all about the balance. Khalil Herbert, on the flip side of that, has, has less carries—108 carries for 643 yards and four touchdowns. He's averaging six yards per carry. And so, I just I have to bring it up. It is something that, I, like, again, not something that I'm saying is let's let it, it's bad. Let's just keep harping on it. But it is something that I do take away from this game and look at it and say, huh, huh, interesting there. Um, and outside of that, next one up, we're getting off the offense. The defense has just been bad. And I just went over the numbers. This defense has been terrible. It's it's not been good. It's not been good at all. It's been it's been the the weakest link of this team so far, for sure, is, is in the last few weeks, has definitely been been the defense and how they've been playing on that side of the ball. Now, positive on the defense, Jack Sanborn. Looks like he's definitely gonna be a starter out there. When you look at like that first game, he was kind of out. He got caught in, in in you know, being a little reactionary slow, things like that. But now it seems like Jack Sanborn was settled in this game, leading the team in tackles with 12, getting that what could have been an interception, two uh, sacks on the quarterback. Jack Sanborn is showing that hey, the the Bears might have got a little bit of a steal here with Jack Sanborn as an undrafted rookie, and we'll see if they still if they do an upgrade over him in the offseason with all the money and draft picks that they have. But I'm at least looking at Jack Sanborn, and what I'm taking away from this game is keep getting that man snaps. Keep letting him play. Keep letting him work through his game. Keep evaluating him for the rest of the season because we may have a player on our hands in Jack Sanborn and what he turns into as a part of a a solid linebacker core. And again, it's hard to judge the defense because we need some more on that interior defensive line. We definitely need to make improvements there. Once we do that, to see Jack Sanborn freed up a little bit more and the impact that he's able to have, I, for one, like Jack Sanborn just looks poised. He looks like a a player that's just out there ready to make an impact. And one thing that we love on the Chicago Bears uh, defense is players that just make plays. And Jack Sanborn is shaping up to be a player that is just going to make big-time plays and be active out there, always around the ball, is Jack Sanborn. And I really take a lot away from seeing him play in this game against the Detroit Lions and how he performed in it. He gets a complete A-plus for me. Um, So, you guys know what I like to do as well. I like to grade and give report cards per per the game for the special teams, defense, and offense. We're going to start off with the offense. They get an A. The offense did what needed to be done. uh, Outside of just a couple of things, outside of like not going more vertical passing with Chase Claypool, not going to him a little bit more, but as I said, working um, Cole Komet in, what they were able to do with the running game as a whole, Justin Fields in the running game, his decision-making, even passing, having the number of passing touchdowns he had in this game, this offense gets an A for me. The most frustrating thing that came in this game definitely was Justin Fields giving up a pick six, but outside of that, this this offense gets an A for me. The defense, it gets a D. I can't give it above anything than a D. Honestly, it should be an F. If it wasn't for the play of Jack Sanborn, it would definitely be an F. And Jaquan Brisker, who both were just making plays, who who had a little bit of a scare there as well, Um, but that's it. And then the special teams gets an F. When you mix an extra point, I don't care. You're getting an F in that one, especially when it was one that ended up dictating the game in a lot of ways. I got to give the special teams an F in this one, just because of that alone. And that just falls on the kicker Santos. It just falls on that. Like he has, to, he has to step it the fuck up. You can't mix extra points not in a, in a, in a game or for a team where our defense is failing us. We're trouble. We're having trouble getting stops. You have to get a, take advantage of every point that you can put on the board. And that's what really hurt the Chicago Bears in this game. Is that you look at that one point. That one point would have been able to go into overtime. Still don't know what the game would have ended up being, but that, that extra point. You look at the extra point going in and Jack Sanborn's uh, interception not being overturned. It's a completely different game when it comes to the Chicago Bears, and, that, and that's what it really boils down to. This Bears team is doing a, doing a lot of things that leave promise. We're having bad breaks. We're having bad officiating. We're having all these things that definitely have played a part into what's been happening for the Chicago Bears, but at the end of the day, um, you know, it, it, we got to see this team do ha, ha, just play well. and I would love to see an actual fourth quarter comeback drive uh, for for the Chicago Bears as well, which we've not seen Justin Fields lead one successfully yet. So hopefully we see those things coming up for the Chicago Bears. Overall, some good takeaways, some bad ones from this game against the Detroit Lions. We're going to go into the rest of the week, evaluate and see what comes out of practice, things like that, see what ends up on the injury reporters. We have a couple of Bears that got banged up in the last game, and Cole Komet and Jaquan Brisker both getting banged up at different points in that game. Seems like it's not anything lingering. Seems like both of them have been pretty fine um, in practice, so be on the lookout for that. But that is it for today's episode of Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you follow the show at Central Pod. Sorry, that's wrong. At Shy Bear Central, you can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bear Central at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and or voicemail for this show, the number to do so is 773 242 9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I like to in every episode on Bear Down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break media.